to begin. Coming to you from the desert, somewhere in Arizona. It's here. It's here. The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. It's him. He's alive. If you're looking for new ways to generate wealth and passive income, you're in the right place. You want it all, don't you? You're in the right place. This is the podcast for those wanting to take control and gain freedom through alternative investments. If you're following your mom and dad's investment advice. Honey, I'm home. Yeah, this isn't the podcast for you. Do you know what time it is? Why, yes. Yes, I do. I know what you're thinking. This is going to be unbelievable. It's time for The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. Andrew Lenoy. Investors should forget everything they think they know about investing for financial freedom. The common misconception is that to get rich, you will need to invest in the next big thing, be it the next Amazon or Facebook or the next investment craze like Bitcoin, or that you should keep your powder dry for that next amazing opportunity and that to be ready, you should be saving, throwing your money under the mattress or in a savings account, waiting for that day to come. So the advice from so-called investing experts is you should be saving for the next big thing that may or may not pan out. For every Amazon, there are 99 other surefire hits that never make it. That's a poor strategy for investing for freedom. It's gambling. There are new rules for investing for freedom. But before getting into the nitty gritty of the rules for investing for freedom, let's talk about financial independence. Financial independence is generally considered when you are in a situation where you can meet all of your expenses and needs without having to work at a traditional job and where you're trading time for money. In other words, when your passive income meets or exceeds your expenses, you've achieved financial independence. But let's start here. Passive income equals expenses. There is more than one way to look at your financial independence equation, and there is more than one way to accelerate the timeline. You can either increase passive income, reduce expenses, or do both to achieve equilibrium sooner. Most people only focus on the income side when the expenses side is just as important. Saving will not make you wealthy. When we were young, our parents constantly instilled in us the need to save, but didn't offer any advice beyond that. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that savings for the sake of savings with no plan will not make you wealthy. It will lose your money when factoring in inflation, which is averaged about 3.1% over the long term. And even if you put your money in a CD paying a top rate of 0.6%, you will be losing money. Don't believe the hype. Saving alone will not make you wealthy. Save to invest wisely. Even if your parents went one step beyond saving and taught you to save to invest, that advice needs to be qualified. If you're investing in the wrong assets, it doesn't matter if you save to invest if your investments lose you money. There are two go-to investment strategies for the average investor. A, the 60-40 portfolio, and B, the timing strategy. For those relying on a 60-40 portfolio, that's 60% stocks and 40% bonds, 
Over the past 20 years, a 60-40 portfolio delivered on average an annual return of 5.4%. When taking into consideration inflation, that's an average of 3.3%. For retail investors playing the timing game, one study found these investors averaged a return of 2.6% a year, a money loser when factoring in inflation. If you're saving to invest in a 60-40 portfolio or... With a timing-based strategy, you're not investing for wealth. So what would be considered wise investing? For the answer, look no further than how the ultra-wealthy invest their money. These investors are wealthy because they don't go with the crowds. They ignore the 60-40 portfolio and they don't speculate with timing. So what do the ultra-wealthy invest in? They allocate to long-term assets with a reliable cash flow and appreciation. There may be down years, but those down years get ironed out over time by investing long-term. What assets do these investors prefer? Like the members of investing social club Tiger 21, the ultra-wealthy consistently allocate more than 50% of their assets to private equity and commercial real estate. $100 of passive income is worth more than $100 of labor income. Let me elaborate. Would you rather have made $100 in your sleep or $100 from toiling at a job? That's why $1 of passive income is not the same as $1 of labor income. When you factor in the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into earning $100 of labor income, the value of this type of income is diminished. And that's why savvy investors pursue religiously passive income and not just from one source, but multiple streams. Not only can multiple income streams be compounded to accelerate wealth, but diverse income streams insulate against downturns. Avoid bad debt. Bad debt carries two types of costs, actual costs from interest expense, the opportunity cost of losing out, Investing in income-producing assets when potential investment capital is going towards debt servicing. Is there good debt? Yes, debt that is used to leverage investments in income-producing and appreciating assets. Elite investors use leverage to multiply investment opportunities and expand passive income streams. Your best investment is you. If you want to break away from the middle class pack, invest in yourself and soak up the knowledge and surround yourself with successful investors to learn what it takes to achieve financial independence. An investment in yourself is the most important investment you can make right now. And for the ultra wealthy, none of these rules are new to them for investing for freedom. But for everyone else looking to break away from the pack and do more than get by, these new rules should put you on the right track for achieving your financial goals. If you're looking for more information on creating multiple streams of income, go to StopTradingHours.com. This was The Impatient Investor with Andrew Lenoy. You'd do it again if you thought you could get away with it, wouldn't you? Visit theimpatientinvestor.com for more episodes and be sure to share this podcast. Now, don't tell me you're taking all this seriously. No, seriously. Seriously. Go share it and rate it on iTunes today. 